Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline this is vsin's big bets with dave ross and amal shaw on vsin the sports betting network big bets here on vsin the crowd is ready here at south point casino and hotel I know Amal Shaw is ready. Dave Ross here with you as well as we get ready for a very interesting Tuesday edition of Big Bets here on VEASAN because not only do we have Jonathan Davis to talk some puck with us uh, in hour number one, Frank uh, Schwab's going to join us at the top of hour number two to talk NFL, and Timmy D, Tim Doyle is going to be here as well to talk hoops in hour number two. But I believe that we will win. Amal, I've been waiting all morning. I, I been watching on online, seeing what people were saying. I know you have some action as USA gets ready to take, take the pitch as we speak against Iran. And again, if you lose USA or you tie, the World Cup is over. Amal Shah, how are you feeling right now? I feel pretty good, especially after Senegal beat Ecuador, who was in a similar situation to Iran, and we saw them uh, come out with a 2-1 win. So I expect Iran to be a little bit more defensive, the U.S. to take some chances here, but I like their opportunity and their ability. Look, we saw what England was able to do against them. I think they put up a sixth spot. Mm. The United States, this is the perfect scenario. Obviously, you would have rather have already had six points, but that not being the case... Just win and go home. I mean, win or go home. This is the ideal scenario against a team that they should be able to beat. Okay, so that pressure mm-hmm. that it, that the players will feel at least early, right? Yeah. And then you're yeah. going to get into the match and it's going to feel like more like a regular match. How do you, as Team USA, 
alleviate that pressure, what is it? Is it even if it's not an early goal? Obviously, that'd be the best case scenario. Correct. But what are you trying to do to alleviate that pressure of knowing that a tie just isn't good enough? No, I think you just go out there, you play your match, and you don't allow the uh, thought of what needs to occur happen. Otherwise, you could make a mistake. I think right. You just have to go out and play it to the best of your ability, and then take advantage when the opportunities are there. Look, if you can get on the score sheet earlier, we saw Senegal score in the first half on a penalty kick, change the dynamic, Ecuador scores, and then two minutes later, Senegal needed a goal in the final 22. They get one just a couple moments later, able to take that 2-1. And so I think similar situation facing the U.S. If you can get that goal and put yourself in a position where you're going to be able to advance, it really changes the dynamics of how this game will play out and what the uh, U.S. will do tactically. So something to pay attention to is uh, I think that was Pulisic early on with an opportunity. I just couldn't get clear to take a shot, but... uh, this is going to be a fun game to watch, and look, you couldn't ask for anything more for the United States. I mean, great opportunity against the weakest opponent, in my opinion, in this uh, uh, group mm. to be able to get through. All right, 11 a.m. out here at Pacific Coast time. We know if you're listening and watching across the country, you probably have this match on right now. So if you want to second screen us, listen to us, as well as the match is going on, we'll get them all's uh, astute observations as this match continues. So there could be some live play uh, possibilities here uh, for our show here in the next two hours as this match it just got underway right now. We're in the third minute uh, scoreless right now. So we'll keep it going and keep the keep an eye on that action. But very quickly, Maul, you did have a play on this match today. What did you play? Yeah, I played the U.S. Uh, to get through in the three-way line at even money. I thought they would be able to get this one. I don't know if they score one or two goals, but I think defensively they will be able to shut down uh, the Iranians, and so i like the U.S. to get through in this one. Explain to the to the soccer novices out there the three-way line, exactly what that means. So there's three options in terms of the game, the U.S., Iran, or a draw. And obviously the United States needs a result being a victory. They can't have a loss or a draw, uh, so they have to win the match. Uh, 1-0, 2-1, 2-0, whatever the scoreline may be, but they have to come out in front in this one. And I think they'll do just that. All right, so there it is. That's Amals. He's got the three-way uh, line for Team USA today right now. And, again, still scoreless here as we play in that third minute. So anything else in the World Cup today? Uh, as you already mentioned, some of the we, – we thought that Netherlands would roll. They yeah. did uh, that 2-0 final. You mentioned Ecuador with that 2-1 win uh, today over Senegal. Uh, what did you make of that early action? You know, I, I thought it was a really good game. The Senegalese team was very active and aggressive early on, creating tons of opportunities. And I thought Ecuador may have been playing a little bit too much, kind of sitting and playing defensive, but didn't do a good enough job defensively. And I am hoping Iran makes that same mistake mm. and the U.S. takes advantage of it. All right. So, again, Senegal gets that win 2-1. Netherlands gets that early win 2-0 as uh, Iran and USA are underway now. And then we got Wales against England. You mentioned this one yesterday, though, mm-hmm. as we kind of handicapped the rest of the action in the World Cup today. Again, see a big number for England today. I know it's 225 is what yeah. they're laying here on the money line, but you think they'll have a little resistance against Wales? I, you look, Wales is going to be up for the game. I mean, you got an opportunity to play Big Brother, right? And, yeah. you know, right there, all these uh, countries there uh, in the U.K., um, and so a great opportunity for them. Uh, but for me, excuse me, in great uh, – or excuse me, in Great Britain. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll tell you what, England should be able to get through this one, uh, I think, at the end of the day. They're just too talented. And remember, I think Wales beat them in the Euro Cup, so it's good a good opportunity for revenge here. Yeah, a revenge spot possibly here for England as if they needed more motivation. Uh, again, big favorites here, minus 225. So we'll keep our eye on the World Cup as we go. You know, we are here at South Point Casino and Hotel in Las Vegas. And uh, as I uh, do every day, it's my ritual. I go downstairs, I get a cup of coffee before I come up to do the show. And it felt like um, it felt like Yellowstone in here because there's just like cowboys everywhere. And uh, oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if you guys watched that show or not, but it got me to think like you know, Kevin Costner as a, as a cowboy. He actually he actually he's, he's done it. He's made me think he's you forgot he was once Elliot Ness. 
and the, the best crime stopper in the history of the United States back in the day uh, in, uh, in Untouchables. But also, we, we did mention this because we, we saw the sad passing of a UNLV uh, professor, I believe, here yeah. that played in many, many movies, including with Sundown and Top Gun, one of my favorite movies of all time. I don't know his name off the top of my head because I just know him as actors. But, Kelly, I know that Sean brought this to our attention as being a UNLV guy. Yeah. Uh, what, what was this gentleman's Clarence uh, Gilliard Jr. Well, a fine actor who was in a bunch of different well, roles out he, here from Vegas. People would know him from Matlock and uh, Tech, Walker, Texas Ranger with Chuck Norris. And then, of course, in Die Hard as well. Die uh, Hard. I mean, yeah. the greatest Christmas movie of all time. 100%. And, uh, no, we were just talking about that today. But, uh, I, you know, you mentioned it. The, uh, you mentioned Elliot Ness. By the yeah. way, he would never be anything without Giuseppe Petri oh, and just, Andy Garcia. I knew it. That's <laughs> all we need is a lion, you know what, in the team. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on what's going on there. But uh, certainly uh, give a shout-out again when you see all these Cowboys out here today. It's not, in fact, Yellowstone. It's just another rodeo going on here. Uh, we saw last night that the Colts did not come through for us. And uh, Betsgiving, we want to give a shout-out to our to our own Matt Humans. He is the winner of the first-ever Betsgiving contest. Uh, and I think his play was anti-Matty Ice. He went against Matt Ryan last night, and I can understand why. Boy, that was a tough one to watch. I don't know if Jeff Saturday was thinking that he could carry those uh, timeouts over to Sunday. But, you know, sometimes I look at it, Amo, and I go, because this was all the consternation. If you saw the final two minutes of the game in regulation, the Colts were down seven by the way, the overcashed yeah. 24-17. The Steelers went outright. So if you had the money line, that cashed as well. Sometimes I understand not taking timeouts because you got the defense on their heels sure. and you're in the two-minute drill. But you got sacked. Matt Ryan gets sacked. And so now it's like their offense has to scramble back. And they never used a timeout and let almost 45 seconds come off the clock. What in the world were the Colts thinking in that final minute? Not that, not that it might have changed the outcome, but certainly for us in Colts two and a half, it, it would have been advantageous to at least try to take those timeouts and reset your offense. Listen, the fact that coaches don't utilize timeouts oh. or use them in the proper way, I don't, I don't know why any of us are surprised anymore. It's just a complete ineptitude of clock management that happens on a daily or weekly basis in the NFL and in college football. I don't think it should come as a surprise much anymore. All right, so by the way, for Betsgiving, hopefully everybody observes this great holiday that we have now and started here at VEASAN. Matt Humans uh, is the winner. Greg Peterson comes up a little bit short. Dave Tooley comes in third. I mean, you don't want to – I don't know if it's necessary to put 17th in there for – Final countdown. Who's final countdown? Yeah, who's in the final countdown, Kelly? I, I don't know who's in, on that show. Would that be Kelly and, and Gil Alexander? No, that's the numbers no, game. No, the next show. Oh, next show. My bad. That would be Stormy and Matt. So I don't want to pick on our guys that come in after us, right? Because we finished higher than But look, we're not proud of where we are because we want to win. We're well, in it to you, win it. And if you finish second, you know what they said in Top Gun? You know, there's no points for second place, boys. Well, you shut up. Maybe I will. The, I, who did we have last night besides the Colts? I thought we had to make a prop play. We as did. Well. What did we take? We took Pierce, Alex Pierce, first time touchdown. Because the idea was if you're going to go with the Colts, you're going to think that they're probably going to get on the board first. That didn't happen. A couple field goals. I believe the first touchdown of the game, uh, the Steelers got that. And I'm trying to remember who scored that I, touchdown. I only saw the final two minutes of the game. Najee uh, Harris had the first one. That's right, Najee Harris. And he was one of the shorter favorites on the prop board. Uh, but again, I'm not a big prop player. As a matter of fact, that'd be the first prop that I played this year because I, I do traditionally go more sides and totals. But that is a that is a crapshoot, right? I mean, obviously, yeah. you could have gone Jonathan Taylor if you like the Colts and thinking that he was the shortest favorite on the board with Najee Harris for the Steelers. But look, my biggest takeaway from that is just the Colts are who we thought they were when they, <laughs> you know, basically fired everybody and bring in a guy off TV, Jeff Saturday, to coach this team and the Steelers. You mentioned this yesterday in the show. Look at Kenny Pickett. Really good first half. 
And uh, not as much in the second half. Only 20-28 for 174. He did use, utilize his legs a lot, 32 yards, at least earlier in that first half as they got that lead. Uh, but Steelers now 4-7, and seven, Colts 4-7-1. and one. We mentioned it yesterday. They were already dead in the division anyway. Now they're really dead. They're extra dead, if you will, after yeah, that loss last I, I think it's pretty much over now. Uh, the Colts are in good position to win this. I mean, not. I'm sorry, the Titans are in position to obviously win the division. By the way, though, you got to give the Steelers credit for this Kenny Pickett pick. Yeah. Because this team always drafts extremely well. We see, we saw the teams a couple years ago draft a bunch of quarterbacks. Looks like, to me, Pickett is going to be the best quarterback over years one and two, what we've seen out of these guys. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Mac mm. Jones, Trey Lance hasn't played much. Um, Zach Wilson looks like he may not be on a roster come oh, 2023. <laughs> I mean, the way things are going. So it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward. But Pickett... Right now, it seems like he's trending in the right direction for this Steelers team. They've got to improve, obviously, in other areas, particularly the offensive line. Yeah. But it won't take as long. And Najee, we know, can play. 20th uh, overall pick, Kenny Pickett. By the way, very quickly before we go to break, take a listen to Jeff Saturday talking about not taking those timeouts. I didn't feel like time was really of the essence at the moment. I thought we had a good play. Um, I thought we would get to yeah, and I felt like we would get to it. You know, we, um, you know, obviously we don't do great on the backside, so it, it, it's it's worse than it. You know, but I felt good about the call before. Felt like we had time. We would have timeouts afterwards. We were in striking distance, so yeah, I, I never felt like the pressure of needing the timeout. Thought, like I said, I thought the call was good, and the you know we had. Again, we were in that mode pretty much the whole second half, so it was pretty consistent with what we were doing. So again, it wasn't like a change for us. Um, we just didn't execute it. What's that saying? Ain't no fun when the rabbit's got the gun. He used to get to criticize what coaches did, and now but they get to cr- criticize I, what he does. I don't think it's as egregious as everybody else is making it out to be. Because you know, if it was that bad, I would have been all over that one. Look, it wasn't had, terrible, yeah, but it that's was. What I'm saying it yeah. was questionable. I, that's fair. Yeah, you know, like questionable, doubtful, probable. <laughs> It'll be probable for next week. Come on back, just get it started. Big best here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's really good? Creighton, you know, watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real, live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. 
I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning. It's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Cyber Monday deal has been extended. Sign up today to become a VSIN Pro subscriber. You're going to get a daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits to let you see where the money and bets are moving for every single game. Deep dives daily in embedding reports, plus our upcoming college bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. New VEASAN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VEASAN store. The VEASAN store is a great place to shop for VEASAN sporting bet- betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry up. This is an extended Cyber Monday offer that has been extended. It won't last long. So sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Back in, uh, inside here at the South Point Casino and Hotel, this is Big Bets. Dave Ross alongside Amal Shaw, who has been glued to the action so far. We're in minute number 15. Going like the NFL season. It's flying by. Already uh, in the first half here, still scoreless. What have you seen so far? I think U.S. has been definitely the aggressive uh, or the aggressor in this one. Just haven't been able to capitalize on what appeared to be a couple of good opportunities. But let's see if they can uh, get something going here. It's kind of like baseball. When your team doesn't score in the first two innings, you're like, oh, my God, I lost this game. And it's, I mean, we still have a long way to go, but it's just a little bit frustrating. And you know in soccer, it takes a while sometimes. You may not get a goal until much later. Look, Iran didn't score against Wales until – the 98th minute, eight right. minutes of added time, so uh, or stoppage time, excuse me. So it could take a while here. Well, but, and they're and they're in no rush to score too, right? Well, I mean, Iran's through with, with a tie, with a tie or draw. Sorry, draw. Draw. Yeah, sorry, sorry, draw. Go ahead. Right. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, with a draw. The um, so I don't, I don't know. I didn't do anything pregame with this, but I thought maybe I maybe I'd hop in USA live in game yeah, at some point. You'll get a better number. Get a little bit better number. Yeah. Right. Hopefully um, this starts slow, nil nil. Got it right that time, Dave. Nil, nil, and then jump in live, get a little bit better plus price. But that's the idea, right, is that we thought that this is what Iran would do, is that they would sit back, play defense, knowing that a draw is good enough for them, right? That's all they need. But it, but it's hard to defend for that long. It is. And so if you do that, it becomes a bit of a problem. And, and I, it just – you know, the problem is we've got a 
time differential here with these guys behind us, so I'm going to know when they've scored. So, oh. wait, wait, You know what's funny, though, is you always think it's more than it actually is. I can see both right now. Oh, wow. It's, I, it's I, a half I second. See, I... Until Amal just brought that to my public consciousness, I would not have known that. So now I'm going to be like this. <laughs> Great. Looking no, back for the reaction of the goal. Oh, the, problem is, the problem is we're going to know if a goal is scored by the yeah. reaction. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the only thing that is kind of irritating. Yeah, you're right. Because if nobody stands right yeah. behind us, you see the silhouette behind us. That's everybody here at the South Wing. Great Christmas tree, by the way. But if they stand up and cheer, we're going to know a couple seconds before. About a second and a half. Already timed it out. It's about oh, about man. a second and a half, unfortunately. That's the worst thing if you you know like if you're watching a game with somebody, they're texting, and th- wherever they might be. This happens with my buddy Tim Doyle, who we're gonna have on an hour number two all the time. It'll be like I'll get a text that says "unreal," and then I don't know what the reference is to, and then it happens. But but that's why. And like, I'm like, oh man, you're like five seconds ahead of me, dude. Just but, wait. But this is this will maybe turn into our pro tip. But these are things to keep in mind with live betting. betting. It is, Dave. I know what you're talking about. How many times you're texting with friends, and I'm like, oh. Usually, I'm the one behind. I actually had a buddy doing it, doing it last night. Where he was texting me about the Hawks Sixers game at the yeah. end, and he's like, oh, missed free throw, and I'm like. Oh man, that what, happened. did he take the two and a half last night? Uh, no, no, yeah, he, he got it live on the Hawks. Oh, okay. Ended up end up working out for him, but yeah. I'm like, I'm like, but I'm like, man, like that happened like a minute ago on my screen. So yeah, it is, it is tough. It is something to keep in mind, especially when it's NBA. I would say oh, my, yeah. rec- my recommendation: live betting. Wait for a commercial. I know you want to jump in now. You see someone your go to the bench ahead. or whatever. Yeah, your screen's always going to be ahead of the actual action as it, as it's happening. And by the way, how is that possible? I've had conversations with friends who are literally a play ahead of me, like watching a football game, and I'm like. They haven't even lined up yet to to, to get so, the snap, and they're already telling me what's already happened. So it depends on your server, who you're using. Cable is faster than Direct TV. If you're on Wi-Fi, it's going to be behind Direct TV. Uh, it's about Direct TV is generally about 24 seconds behind the live play, depending on where you're getting your feed. I mean, is that daylight savings? Can I blame that? <laughs> Does that have anything to do with you it? You know it's delays in TV and everything like that. you got to so, be careful in case. You I know. mean, you have, you, you know, look, if I've you've been, ever been in radio, there's a dump button, right, yeah. in case them all says something that we, we should so, we we got, dump it. Dave, we got one downstairs, too. The problem is it's about a 10-yard dash. Oh, is that what it for, is? Uh, yeah, right right exactly. Oh! We don't We don't look like we got a sp- lot of uh, anchors on our uh, sprint team downstairs. <laughs> I'm just. Uh, we're gonna lose that war uh, if we start having to I run think that's down there. Tom, Tom checks out. Why Tom check down there? He's got perched Wyatt's up high, it. so he, on this chair down there. I think he's got the clearest, clearest line to get there. All right, well, hopefully, Iran doesn't do anything to cause them all to have a, a, a bit of consternation here. I'm gonna still. tell you right now, if Iran scores, I might just leave. <laughs> I, I, we well, do not want that. We teased it yesterday, Dave. Might yeah, be a lot of quality the, time between me and you. And the I'm Kelly and Dave show as Maul's wandering aimlessly around South Point with the Iran. Uh, it's still nil nil, everybody, right now. So. In the you don't understand. Minute. It's like think about this. If you're like TCU right now, right? You're waiting for Saturday. You, you know you haven't been there in a long time. An opportunity to get there, and you want to win that game. And if you lose that game to K State, nah. luckily for them, it's a short trip back to Fort Worth. But the the point being Uh-oh. is, this is like an opportunity. Oh boy, that you okay. that you don't want to miss. I knew we were okay. I didn't hear anything behind. Right, there was us. no cheering <laughs> yeah. or, or yelling. So yeah, so far um, okay. But it's just one of those things. Like that's why I refuse to go to games. Like I see all these people; they go across the country to go watch their team. I'm like, dude, you flew halfway across the country for a game for three hours, spent a few grand, and your team lost. 
Yeah, yeah. I look. By the way, I do a group trip. Mentioned it a couple weeks ago on the show. Did it last year. See Notre Dame and, and USC with my boys from high school. Yeah, but well, you don't really care who won or lost the game, the, right? That's the idea. I won't go to a team that not like. We're not going to go to Syracuse. By the way, I've been to Syracuse. The idea is to go pick a stadium or a team yeah. that you haven't seen play. Uh, kind of bucket list those things. But you're right. If it's your team. I don't want to be emotionally invested in it. I might put some sprinkle on the game, but I, it's not like I'm going to be emotionally attached to the game if you go to it. So it, you could end up very disappointed. This way, it's neutral. You just go have a good time, enjoy the experience. Like I would do that maybe for – I've been to a World Cup match back in D.C., back when D.C. had it. 94, yeah. Yeah, way, way, way back. And that was fun. I was up there. I can't even remember who I watched. It was, But it was the idea to go to experience the World Cup because I try to broaden my horizons even though I'm not the biggest soccer guy. In the world, but or football, as we should say, to keep it uh, politically correct. Hey, by the way, speaking of our football, American football, let's get back to Jeff Saturday last night and some of the things. I got to update dis- you, Dave. Uh-oh. We, because we played a soundbite in that first segment. Of course, it came back to bite us in the ass. Why is that? Jeff Saturday today, quote, I wish I had that third down back. Hey! I, I wish I could have called a timeout. Hey, but, okay, good. This is all I wanted, Kelly, is, again, Amal and I don't think it's egregious. But we thought it was questionable, right? Like, yeah. you, it's, it deserves to have the question asked and you to give a response. I'm glad. That actually makes me happy that Jeff Saturday took 24 hours and said, you know what? Probably after that sack, I should have called timeout and reset. Instead I, of getting everybody huddled back up to the line and now you get third and long after the sack. I, to be honest with you, they didn't call a timeout. And I wasn't really paying that close attention to the game. And I look and I was like, I'm surprised they didn't take a timeout here. And I was like, all of a sudden I looked down and I'm like, Dude, they, they should have used one. It just doesn't rush you. You've got three timeouts. Yeah, if, you got, if you've only have one, I understand maybe yeah. holding on it. you got three, dude. I, I was okay with how they were playing it up until that point. That's fair. That, it's what you said, Amal. Well, then they were rushing yeah. on a third down. It's like, do you have three timeouts? Just use one. Okay, so by the way, so now we're not going to go to more Jeff Saturday sound because of that because Kelly has just corrected the record that Jeff Saturday has corrected the record. Yeah. But I do want to get to a couple things. One, the guy that's been taking receipts. In New York. It's Robert Sala. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned in the first segment, very stealthily, I might add, that uh, Zach Wilson might be looking for a roster spot. Forget about starting quarterback for the Jets. By the way, what is stealthily? Stealthily. Oh, stealthily. sorry. I was like, I never you heard that. S- you snuck it in no. there. You know, like, like, like a, I, I got that. Okay. Like call yeah. sign Viper in Top Gun. <laughs> we, we've, been, we've been checking the dictionary a lot the past two yeah, years. That's yeah, that's why. I, I disbelieve you, Amal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stealthily, <laughs> I believe stealthily is a word. I'm not 100% sure. My aunt, who's an English teacher, she would correct me. So here's what Robert Sala said on his plan for his quarterbacks going forward. Take a listen. No, it's uh, like I said, we're, we're going to go week to week. There's, there's things that we'd love to see Zach uh, accomplish uh, over the course of, uh, we'll call it a reset, but, um, and this is Mike White's opportunity. That doesn't change. So Mike's got an opportunity to go stack another uh, great day up uh, this week. And um, when, when we feel like Zach is ready to roll, he's going to roll. A couple things here. One, Vin Diesel is doing a great job. I was trying to figure out who he looked like, and you're absolutely hey, right man, on that are one. Are you kidding I was, me? I was trying to figure that out. Are you out. kidding me? My <laughs> goodness, did you see that? I, I don't know. if Did he go full shaved head? Did he used to have hair? I don't know. But that is Vin Diesel coaching Gotham City is point number two. I like that. Like, look, we got on and we kidding. You know, I don't mind the taking receipt stuff. But, you know, you're wearing a shirt that says New York Jets Gotham City. By the way, that's not a, a real name. It's, it's, it's New York City even though they play in Jersey. But let's talk about Robert Sala, what he said there. Is that Magic Mike 
he's going to have the opportunity going forward. Now, we, we showed yesterday, and I think we can get those odds back up here for the Jets going forward to make the playoffs. Playoffs. I, don't, I didn't think this was possible in the AFC, that big picture, the Jets would be able to, to be in this conversation. And it wasn't so much for me, Zach Wilson. It's I didn't know how good the Garrett Wilsons would be, the other uh, younger players on this roster. The defense is very good. We're going to go to break. You, you, I do want to continue this conversation. But right now, to make the playoffs, minus $1.15 to make. You, you probably didn't hear the comment I made a couple years ago when Ohio State played Alabama. I said, Garrett Wilson outside the two quarterbacks will have the longest pro career of anybody in that game. Well, Jonathan Davis is going to be up next. going to talk all things NHL. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of VSIN Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction that you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. So buy Zen online, find a store near you at Zen.com, that's Z-Y-N.com, and buy it today. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. We roll on with Big Bets here on a Tuesday, 30th minute. Amal, what have you seen so far? Still scoreless between Iran and Team USA. USA pressing forward, but unfortunately right now nothing has materialized yet. Really one good opportunity that's been probably one they could have gotten on a header, but that's about it so far. And by the way, Kelly's going to keep those live numbers up as the game, as this match uh, progresses here uh, in uh, Qatar. So again, still scoreless here. Uh, and those numbers will change because that's what Kelly was alluding to, that if you are looking to get in here in-game, maybe you're going to get a better number if you like Team USA at this juncture. So, Kelly, you're going to keep us abreast of those numbers? Yeah, they haven't gone my way yet, though. This is, uh, <laughs> the book likes what, they, what they've seen out of USA so far because they are down to minus 130 wow. on the three-way. You run 4-1 to one, and then the draw plus 225 right now. All right, so we'll keep you updated as that match progresses here uh, as this edition of Big Bets continues. But right now we're going to talk a little puck here with Jonathan Davis. He is the co-host of Ice Cap on Sirius XM NHL. You can follow him at West Coast H. KY for hockey. Uh, Jonathan, great to have you on, my friend. Uh, you know, we were talking about what, about the quarter poll here of uh, the young NHL season. I've got some big, bigger, uh, big picture questions before we get into today's slate. First of all, for me, I just keep watching the great eight in DC, Alex Ovechkin. And just a, a non-gambling question to begin. Is he going to pass the great one? Is he eventually going to get there in your estimation? Yeah, I think he will. Uh, he just doesn't seem to stop gets better with age. So yeah, look, if uh, being the betting network here, I got an opportunity to bet Ovechkin to break Gretzky's mark. Absolutely. All right. So if you can get a number on that, if the great eight will pass uh, the great one, Wayne Gretzky, you can probably get down on that number. Uh, so again, bigger picture here for the overall season. Uh, what have you seen so far from the reigning defending uh, Stanley cup champions? Do you like their position here? Is there any cup hangover so far in your estimation? I wouldn't say a cup hangover. I mean, look, they've been dealing with a lot of injuries. I mean, their captain, Gabe Landeskog, you know, he's going to be out until what, around Christmas time. Uh, you know, they're, they're, you know, they lost Nazem Kadri in the off season. Uh, they got off to a bit of a slow start with the injuries. I mean, the depth, the depth was starting to take its toll, but they're on a quite a bit of a run right now. I mean, I'm looking at it here and what they've won 
eight of their last 10, I think it is, Dave. And yep. yeah, they're starting to round into form. Uh, I like their goaltending situation. They've got a guy in Kale McCarr that I think ultimately one day will win the MVP in the NHL. Mm. So they're still really good. And they're in a great game tonight against Winnipeg. Uh, you know, two teams that are fighting it out in the Central along with the Dallas Stars. I right, still the betting favorites right now, Maul, at plus 450 to repeat as cup champions the Avs are. Yeah, not that much of a surprise right now. By the way, Jonathan, you mentioned Kale McCarr. I don't know if there's a better player to mm. watch and pay money to watch in the National Hockey than McCarr, National Hockey League than McCarr. I love him. I want to talk to you a little bit about Boston. The Bees are off to an incredible start. Mm-hmm. I think Linus Olmark right now, forget the Vesna. This guy's you know, should be up for the uh, – Hart Trophy, the way he's played so far. I mean, can he continue at this level? He has been, in my opinion, Sorokin's been great. Uh, Vita Vanacek's been outstanding. But I don't think anybody has played at the level, offensively, defensively, at the level that we've seen out of Linus Olmark for the Bees. I would agree with you. There's no question right now he is the odds-on for the Vesna Trophy. I think this is why Boston, you know, they saw something in, in Linus Olmark, you know, when they scooped him away from the Buffalo Sabres. It's been a revelation. I mean, it, to think the way that Boston has gotten off to the great start, you know, we thought they were going to be in trouble with the injuries they had, but, you know, they get Marshawn and McAvoy back much sooner than than we thought, maybe not as soon as the, you know, maybe maybe they were on schedule from really what the, the Bruins uh, felt, and, you know, big shock here, newsflash guys, you know, teams do lie. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, it is remarkable. And, you know, the way they're playing under Jim Montgomery, their new coach, who was, you know, once one time head coach in Dallas and most recently an assistant in St. Louis, they look uh, like a much different team than they did under Bruce Cassidy. And not that the Vegas Golden Knights are suffering with Bruce either. No, you're right about that. And I like Monty when he was with the stars, obviously got pushed out there, but, uh, this team is playing extremely well. You mentioned it. Getting healthier has helped them immensely. I want to talk to you about a team last night. They come up a little bit short. I had the Rangers last night. I thought it was a good opportunity for them at home. I thought Shesterkin would play better. He has not looked like himself. Any concerns for you long-term with this New York team? Off to a bit of a slow start in terms of where they are and what I at least thought they would be this uh, so far this season. Yeah, I was very surprised with last night's game. I thought it was a great spot like you did, all for the Rangers, especially coming off that game against Edmonton. But, yeah. you know, Shesterkin after the game, I mean, his post-game press conference, yeah. he said, hey, I stunk. You know, it wasn't just... You know, it wasn't just one goal. It was all every goal I gave up was awful. Yeah, you know, where they're at right now, uh, you know, I think just under 500. Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a, it's a surprise. Uh, but just too much talent on this team to think that they won't turn it around. But they better not wait too long. Jonathan, are we going to end up seeing two of the great players offensively in the National Hockey League's careers and their their tenure go to waste in Edmonton? And I'm talking about McDavid and Ooh. Dreisaitl. Because this team just refuses to defend at a level that's going to help you win a championship. I mean, I look at that team. I Look, I get how great Connor McDavid is, but my guy is Leon Dreisaitl. I don't think there's a guy that can push him off the puck when he's got it in control. It's just unbelievable to watch him play. I just feel like they're wasting that tenure of those two great guys. Well, I think that that's fair. I don't think it's a matter of they don't defend well, Amal. I don't think they can defend well. I don't think they have the players back there. <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't have there, – there's not an elite – uh, defenseman back there. You don't right. have a Norris trophy guy back there. Donnell Nurse, I would say, is, you know, a 1B or, or 
you know, defenseman. He's not a 1A, and they haven't gotten the goaltending out of Jack Campbell. Stuart Skinner has been a revelation for them. Uh, but, yeah, until they can find a way to, to shore up that blue line, and I think, you know, in fairness to Ken Holland, he's still suffering somewhat from some of the bad contracts that he inherited from the former GM, Peter Shirelli. All right, talking with Jonathan Davis, host of Ice Cap on Sirius XM Radio. Jonathan, uh, we mentioned a little bit here uh, some of the teams, Colorado obviously being the favorite out west, Boston right now the betting favorite in the east. I'm kind of a nomad in the NHL, grew up in going to the odd and games in Buffalo, then covered the Capitals for years in D.C. Now out here in Las Vegas, they're the second betting favorite out west. Tell me about the Vegas Golden Knights, my new adopted home team. Are they live in your estimation in the Western Conference? I think that they're live. I think the question just remains, guys, with Vegas is, you know, Logan Thompson and Aiden Hill, who were both tearing it up at the beginning of the year, we're seeing those numbers start to fall back a little bit. There's no question about the talent uh, that this team has, but they, you know, look, you, last night they were missing, uh, you know, Petrangelo, and, and that's something that, uh, you know, hopefully there's nothing long-term. It was personal reasons. I, I just wonder, you know, can the goaltending hold up? Mm. If it can, then they're, they're, they're in a great spot, but you know, look, the team that I like, guys, is I think Amal's adopted home team, the Dallas Stars. Oh, yeah. Watch out for them. Uh, you're absolutely right about that. I love that. They just oh, I want to ask you something. They just signed Rupe Hintz to an eight-year contract. First of all, Jonathan, what's with every guy in the NHL gating eight years? I don't even know if I'm going to want to talk to Dave in eight days, let alone be around him in eight years. I, I don't understand the longevity contracts that they are giving out in the league all the time. Well, at least, you know, you give it to a guy who's, you know, in his mid-20s yeah. as opposed to a guy who's in his, you know, late 20s, uh, you know, 30s like uh, like the Vancouver Canucks did with J.T. Miller. Look, if you're the Dallas Stars, you're set for the next couple of years with Hintz, uh, Heiskanen, and, um, and, and Jason Robertson. I think they're in a really good spot. And, guys, look, the one thing I, I have to point out with the Dallas Stars, 13 wins this year, all 13 wins have been puck line wins. Wow. That's wow. pretty impressive. Uh, to your point last night, dominant performance in St. Louis. And, and I tell you, Wedgwood uh, played well. We haven't even gotten the best of Jake Ottinger yet. And you mentioned Jason Robertson. I love that kid. I, I think he's an underrated talent. And I think this team is very dangerous because they will defend as oh! the U.S. scores. Sorry, Jonathan. A goal <laughs> for USA. 1-0 right now in the 38th minute. So we heard the eruption and then them all. Erupting. I didn't mean to yell in your no, ear, it's... but you have to understand, I live and die with Team USA, and then i got to follow everybody that's going on the ice. I'm, I'm a little bit convoluted right now, so bear with me. I apologize. All right. All good. Yeah, we're going to get back to that in a second here. we got about uh, 90 seconds to go here. Jonathan, very quickly, some of the games on the ice tonight that you might like. Isles going to lay a bigger number, uh, ninety right now, against the Broad Street Bullies in Philadelphia. What do you make of that matchup? Well, hey, look, I mean, Philadelphia's, you know, what lost 10 in a row. They, they, they lost their 10th to the Islanders on Saturday, 5-2. to two. Guys, this is one of my favorite games because it falls in my sweet spot. Road favorites, minus 175 to minus 200, guys, 16-2 and two on the season. Oh, love cool. it. Okay, very quickly, Tampa against Boston here. What do you make of this one uh, in Beantown? I'll take the bees. Uh, you know, they've won four straight against Tampa. They beat them already once this year, 5-3 to three, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, again, we got a nice uh, favorites facing a team on a back-to-back, 32-17 and 17 on the year. Let's sneak in two more very quickly. Seattle, the Kraken against L.A. Uh, right now, I would lean to the under. Mm. Um, you, you know, but uh, look, the, the Kraken, the one thing with Seattle guys, 6-1 and one this year is a road dog. Wow. And the Sharks, to wrap it up, Jonathan, you like them tonight? Uh, money line play? I do, and I, if you can get them on a reverse puck line, I would even be tempted. Montreal's lost 9 of 10. On the uh, on the puck line and uh, yeah, nine of ten wins. All the over 
great, Jonathan, great, great information. Stuff. Great information. Again, check him out. A host of the Ice Cap on Sirius XM for the NHL West Coast Hockey. Follow him on Twitter. Thanks to Jonathan. Come on back. We'll take a look at what just happened there and the changing numbers for Team USA. It is Big Bets here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game, <laughs> Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
Calling all soccer fans to lace up your cleat with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook with the World Cup in full swing. Now is the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log into Bet Rivers every single match day and get a free $10 bet when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers is the best odds, lines, boost to create the perfect match day experience. Head to BetRivers.com, download the Bet Rivers app today, get in on all the action. It is a whole new game. And right now, as we speak, Team USA. Woo! 1-0, 45th minute. We got a goal during uh, our last guest. It was great talking a little puck in the last segment. But, of course, when we heard the eruption of all, what, what happened on that play as Team USA takes that coveted one nothing lead? Yeah, Sergio Dust with a great ball into Christian Pulisic. He gets it, puts it in, runs into the goalkeeper. Unfortunately, looks like he injured his left hip. Uh, I think he's back on the pitch now, but U.S. just trying to get to halftime, regroup a little bit, and then in the second half, you'll probably make some substitutions in terms of going a little bit more defensive-minded yeah. because you've got the 1-0 lead. i got to tell you, Dave, I feel like there's more pressure now with the 1-0 lead than when you're when you're tied oh, because— that's interesting. Well, the reason why I say that is now, you know, I saw Ecuador playing that way, and I was like— and when you play not to lose, sometimes it's where it comes back to get you. And I think the United States had been the aggressor, and I hope they maintain that. They have been doing a pretty good job of that, as Pulisic is back out on the pitch. Um, missed great opportunity here again by the U.S., but unfortunately, uh, with five minutes of added time, maybe even a little bit more, uh, this could be intriguing. Uh, Pulisic's fine, so that will be good for the U.S., but now he's back out there. Yeah, okay. he's back out there. You got to. He t- took a big hit. If you guys didn't see it, I mean, oh. it was to score that goal. It was a what a knee to the what looked like a knee to the thigh or something. For the team. Yeah. He was down there. We've been hearing. I told this I'm all off air, but this is we've been hearing about Christian Pulisic and the rising stardom yeah. for five years now, playing over in the English Premier League. Uh, you know, up and down over there, right? Them all, but that's that's how you become an American sports hero, right? Score a goal like that to in a big time game and get put your body on the line for it. Yeah, a lot of people will care about this match because it's more political for some people. Yeah, for me, I, I don't care. I just looked at the matchup and said, "Hey, listen, we've got an opportunity to beat an opponent that I think we're clearly better than uh, from a talent standpoint." And this would be huge. This team to get into the round of sixteen. Then you never know what can happen. And, you know, at that point in time, you take your chance. That's, you know, that's why we love March Madness, right? Yeah. Any team can get in. Survive in advance. Survive in advance. And, you know, hopefully something like that plays out for the United States. Okay. But this is a great start to get that goal in the first half. Really changes the dynamic. And I think tactically you'll see uh, Iran change what they choose to do. I want to get into that because, again, if you had those nil-nils out there for halftime, uh, y- y- that came up a little bit short here with America getting in the lead here. But, Kelly, I know those numbers are going to change. But now, Amal, you just said that you think it's going to be more difficult sometimes mentally protecting that 1-0 lead because you know that you give one up, then we're right back to where we started from, and we're running out of time. Yeah, Dave, you just added the key component to it, which is now all of a sudden you're on the short end of the stick time-wise. Right. I don't know if we're going to see a repeat of Senegal, who's got a lead they're feeling pretty good after the penalty kick just before halftime. They scored a similar time frame as the U.S. did here, and then they give up a goal to Ecuador, I want to say around 65, 67th minute, mm. and then they responded two minutes later. They were very fortunate they get the uh, the goal, but if the U.S. could get a second goal here, oh. then, then all of a sudden we could start making plans now. Like, all right. Unlike hockey, where a two-goal lead sometimes is the worst thing, in, yeah, in yeah, soccer exactly. it's the direct opposite. Yeah. Kelly, those numbers have been on the move now since that USA goal? Oh, yeah, flying. USA minus 475 Ooh. now live on the three-way. Draw plus 475. You run 15 to 1. Sure. And then the total right now, if you are looking at that, as Maul's talking about, the mo- you know, kind of momentum's going to swing here for both these teams. Uh, two and a half Right now, over even money, under minus 145. If you're over at DraftKings, you got plenty. You have total options at one and a half, two and a half, three and a half, four and a half. What's wow. the three and a half? Three and a half over plus 330, under minus 575. 
Yeah, that's a big price, but I don't think they're going to get there. I don't even think it goes over two and a half now because you're going to be much more defensive minded. But I yeah. will tell you one thing: if you've got the U.S. like I do, here's a great opportunity when we get to the break. Probably go twenty percent on the United States because I don't see Iran scoring two goals. Okay, right? Like their target is one goal. That's what they need. That's all they're looking for. And then for. defend. That, right. That's the goal. Um, now, if the U.S. puts in a second goal here before the half, probably unlikely as Iran's got a goal kick coming up with probably a minute and a half to two minutes before we get to the whistle. Because, again, Iran just needs a draw to advance, yeah. right? And the USA needs an outright win. So, basically, what's happened with this one-goal lead, the roles are reversed from the Correct. beginning of the match, right? It's a direct opposite. Now, Iran, which wanted to play defensively early, they've got to be more offensive. USA, conversely, which had to take more chances to score, obviously, now with that one nothing lead, they might protect it a little bit more. So... A great point there that kind of role reversal here, and let's see if that plays into the way they play. Maybe USA doesn't take as many chances. Yeah, real quickly, a couple of stats from this match right now. United States with eight shots, Iran with none, two corners for the United States, zero for Iran in that as well. So really tells you how offensive the U.S. has been. I would expect those numbers to change a little bit. But I like the tactic that the U.S. is still continuing to employ. They're taking their opportunities going forward when it presents itself. Because if you sit back, Dave, here's the problem. You could have one ricochet, one bad bounce, yeah. a handball in the box, and next thing you know, you're relying on Turner to make a stop on a PK or you're level at one apiece, and now you're down to 20, 25 minutes, and your entire World Cup life is on the line in that time frame if you don't get a goal. All right, we're in stoppage town right, right now here in the first half, so before we get to halftime, let's see if anything plays out. But again, uh, USA right now on the, on the attack, up 1-0, trying to get anything else before this half would be huge. And they got an opportunity right now as they keep it down in, in the Iranians' zone. So we'll keep you updated there before we get to halftime. Okay, very quickly, I want to uh, switch over to the odds to be the first player taken in the NFL draft. Now, look, Caleb Williams, obviously, he's not coming out because he's, he's not eligible yet to come out uh, from USC. I'm not saying he would be the first overall pick, but with the likely Heisman Trophy winner at SC, I'd be surprised if he wasn't. But he is not eligible. So, therefore, you got to go to the guys that are eligible. C.J. Stroud is the favorite at plus $1.85 over Bryce Young. And then look at Will Anderson at 3-1. to one. Now, you got two, two Bama kids here and obviously a Buckeye. Before we get to Will Levis, that's where the demarcation lines uh, drop for the odds. 15-1 to one for Levis, who maybe you're unenthralled with the way he's played, but he is a big-bodied guy. Is that, is that for Will Levis' first pick in the CFL? My goodness. <laughs> now the only reason NFL draft. The only reason why I, I bring up size matters. And you said to me something a while back that's stuck in the back of my head. I, I was just about to bring it up, but go ahead. About Bryce Young. Yeah. And what was the comment you heard? Listen, a friend of mine for ESPN was down at A-Day, which is the Alabama spring game, and he was next to Bryce the whole time, and he said, listen, this guy is a lot smaller than you think. See, and, and by the way, again, I'm I'm small, so I always champion the little guy. Look what's happened to the quarterbacking play with the little guys in the NFL this year. Just this year. And I'm not saying this is going to be the fate. <laughs> Two nothing. <laughs> Two nothing. They get one in before stop. Stop. Offsides. Wait a minute. Offsides. Oh, oh. Offsides. That's stupid. By the way, that was a great man. natural reaction by you. Oh. So, okay, look. Let's just see if it is, in fact, a good call. This is live, people. We're in Boy, the moment. I'll tell you what. That's close. It's that tight. is close. You tell me. Was that offsides? Because it's taking a goal off the board. Oh, wow. What a pretty goal, too. Uh, 2-0, it would have been, but they did the flag went up. And the offsides wipes out a goal. Amal, your thoughts? I, I would like to have seen a VAR review. I don't know if it was clear cut. And unfortunately, we won't have the audio at halftime. So if somebody who's out there 
who's listening to us but also has the audio on at halftime, if they hear what they mention about it, I would love to hear it. If you could t- message us on Twitter, it would be great because I got to tell you, Dave, I thought the pass went through on the ball at about the time where he was making the run as we get to the break. Okay, so we are at halftime now. 1-0 USA. But even though the goal gets taken away, the Spirit. fact that they were still offensive, still found, found an opportunity to strike – and it was oh so close to being 2-0. Is that a precursor of what we're going to see in the second half? Do you think they, they won't take some of those chances? No, they will because, the, you, look, Iran's going to be on a counterattack, you, and that's one thing that's going to open up opportunities for the U.S. you just got to be a bit cautious when you take them. Mm. You don't want to get yourself caught up where all of a sudden they can come back the other way with an easy opportunity to attack. But U.S. will take their chances when they present themselves. Um, they're showing this right now. And I, I guess they are saying it is offside. Okay. So offside. So look, like, uh, the right call has been yeah, made. It, okay, it was, that's okay. all we're looking for. Look. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, you'd love to get that one to the bank if you're uh, a backer in the United States here. Certainly if you have wagers on them. But that goal has been taken off the board. So 1-0 USA officially at halftime. We'll see if there's any repricing in the market uh, here as now that we have actually gone to half. But, again, the only di- there's no downside to having a lead, obviously. That's what you want. That Correct. was the goal. They, they have to win this match in order to move on. But you did mention – that you think, again, defensively, not that they're going to go into a shell right. and just play, you know, we're not going to take any rushes and, and uh, you know, uh, attempts, obviously, to, to increase this lead. But now if you're the Iranians, and you know that your fate for the World Cup resi- resides in the fact that you got to get a goal in that second half, how many more chances does, does this open them up to odd man rushes the other way? Quite a few. Uh, and you've seen it. They're starting to press forward. And look, the reality of it is you don't have a choice if you're Iran. You have to score yeah, at this yeah, point yeah. in time. It was similar to what the U.S. would have faced as the game got to the second half. Let's say we got to the break without a goal. Yeah. You would have been in a scenario where you had to start pressing forward. And you'll you'll see that. And you see that so many times in soccer late in the game, mm-hmm. 80th, 80th, 85th minute, 90th minute, where a team's basically pressing everyone forward because they don't have a choice. Right. And so I think you'll see something like that. Um, you know, Kelly, we talked about this. A couple things I would mention. You can bet 20% on the draw if you've got the U.S. at even money. I would also look at the U.S. minus a goal and a half because I think there's a strong possibility we get a second goal here to go up 2-0 at some point in time. Plus 105 on that bet right now. Oh, okay, so they know it's coming too. Halftime <laughs> there, almost halftime here for Big Bets here on a Tuesday. Come on back. Frank Schwab at the top of the hour talking all things NFL. It is Big Bets here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Doc Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. 
Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.